The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. To quote, coming to America. <laughs> Indie face. Indie face. My, welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, a.k.a. The Dantabase. And in studio, he was missed. We had mud in the seat last time. The major mud. <laughs> he probably gave a better sports opinion. <laughs> Certainly probably picked better than I have lately. <laughs> Give it up for the biggest pile of shit on this side of the Mississippi. Uh, Stinking shit bomb. Uh, yeah. Just a total horse's ass when it comes to life. Uh, give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back, Patty C in the place to be. Hi! <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know if you got a chance to, you know, I know you were very occupied this week. Yeah. I don't know oh, if yeah. you got a chance to dive into my podcast because I, I, I did not. I called I, you out. Did you? I said, why is he really, really avoiding the (laughs) podcast? And I have multiple reasons. I have multiple reasons. And one starts with what type of toothpaste do you carry in your bathroom? Oh, you know, I I, prefer. We we were, I should have done a Twitter poll for this. Madison toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's that? Just like some, some, some some, like dick sauce. You're done uh, in the first round kind of toothpaste. (laughs) Uh, no, dude. we made it to the second round. Okay, but uh, a very, very Georgia-like fake punt at the Colgate 45. Let me tell you what. Yeah. You watched more of that game than I did, and by that I mean you watched a single play. <laughs> uh, they did a fake punt, and they got stopped. Is right? that right? With like two minutes left, they did a fake punt. Colgate goes about 30, 40 yards down the field. Make Takes a game-winning game field, field goal. goal. You lose the toothpaste. You lose to, to tooth- fucking toothpaste. Yeah. But th- then I thought that was one reason. I was like, he's ducking this because Toothpaste University beat him. Well, right? you're fucking shit ass school. And that's what I'm talking about. That's the other reason. Is the reason is that we better lost. place. A better place. A well, fonder place. A higher paying place. The women are hotter. Yeah. The alcohol flows much better. It's more skunked. The people are better. I said this before. Vince McMahon, East Carolina alum. That should tell you everything you need golden to know. Golden Corral, the, the guy who that created is the, the golden type of corral. Individual that you're gonna the find. The guy who created the golden corral yes. is East Carolina Man. alum. Sandra Bullock, right? That wildcat. That little wildcat behind the wheel you're is really a fucking pirate. Three hundred, three. You're betting a thousand on fucking redneck. Rick. Flair. Oh man, really? <laughs> He's Greenville. No, no. Uh, I think he is. It's kind of become like an urban legend. <laughs> right. Like I think he's he went to East Carolina. He I don't even know. You know what's right. a, you know what's a little disappointing about Ray Flair? 
Even though don't I love Harbaugh. Tread lightly. Even though I like Tread right? very lightly. You're very There's close to getting a beer thrown in your face right wrong now. With Flair. Okay. A little disappointed with Ric Flair for going with Michigan. I love Harbaugh. Don't get me wrong. But Michigan is the quintessential snob school. You know? And I would I would want Flair. What would be the ultimate Flair school? Well, he also rides with Georgia. Does he? And he's always on the sidelines of the Georgia games. Mm. Uh, but what he should do is something he's, like whatever Bobby Petrino likes <laughs> or wherever he's, he's coaching. No, yeah, but, he uh, should be in Las Vegas. He should be a UNLV yeah, fan. Yeah. If not like I'd say Miami or Florida state. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Something where yeah. Nevin Shapiro, he and Nevin yeah. Shapiro go out and bang hookers. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Just throw money everywhere. Um, Mike Houston, Mike fucking Houston. Look, you want me so, to say something? The OC, by the way, the OC. Oh, Snagged. Spent 10 years at East Carolina prior to being at JMU. Oh. So in a way, it's cyclical. the cows have come home, come home to, to roost, roost, my friend. As they say. <laughs> <laughs> or as Colby says. Hot take on that hire. What do you think? It's a good hire, man. The guy can fucking coach. Brought the D coordinator also? Yeah. I mean, who, here, I honestly don't know about this. Because Everett Withers uh, getting fired a few weeks prior to his hire shows that Everett Withers parlayed his JMU success into a job at the F. I, I still think, though, Withers, first off, Texas State was making, they made the jump barely before him with Dennis Franchone, right? Yeah. And then they only gave him three years. Yeah, and it's a much tougher, uh, that's a yeah. much tougher road to hoe. But I still think, uh, I keep reading Texas State's like a hub because it's in between Austin and San Antonio. It's only like 30 or 45 minutes outside of Austin. Yeah. And... They think it's like got talent to to really be nasty in the future, but I'm like, if that's the case, then UTSA should too, right? right? Which they sort of have had some success, but there's something to like what's in a name, you know? UTSA reeks of like what uh, Sun Belt or whatever there, Conference yeah. USA, yeah. if that good. Texas State sounds like t- the same thing as Texas A&M, you know? In 20 years, if Texas State has been a eight ten Appalachian State type of team then people will probably look at them kind of similar. See, but Everett Withers, like Scotty Montgomery got fired in his third year, but he should have got fired. When you're losing every game by 40 or 50 points, I I don't even think you should make it three years. Yeah, Scotty Montgomery had a long fucking leash there. I think, I mean, dude, his last game of the season last year, they lost by like 70 points to Memphis. (laughs) That's like a tradition for him. I think that that, you got to go after that. Yeah. Now, actually, he wasn't there for the NC State game. They had already canned him, right? Yeah. Gotcha. But uh, you see Doran uh, talking some shit after the game. Good for Doran. Doran was saying, uh, he goes, now we're even, right? Because he goes, everywhere I go in, in Raleigh, you get people chanting ECU, right? <laughs> Where I walk, and I'm like, oh. oh. And, he, and he, he even said, like, he even talked shit about that. And he was like, yeah, well, where are they now, right? Yeah. They, well, I got news for you. I, I don't know, Mike Houston. Here's one thing yeah. I will say. Ryan Finley's gone. He's to the NFL. Yeah. Scotty Montgomery actually was recruiting better than Ruffin McNeil. Right? Yeah. So if Houston can put this together, week one, ECU travels back to Raleigh. Oh, man. Can we? Wait, they play on the last week of... And the first. And the first week the following year. And also Utah and BYU do the same thing. That's dope. Yeah. Um, Weird, but dope. Well, they added that game as a makeup game. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, good. That's um, true. But overall, the higher... What do you think? I think it's a good hire. And you know what? I really like, okay. A Mike Houston did it way more than Everett Weathers did at JMU. Mike Houston was within like a few yards of two straight national championships at JMU. 
the program he put together was fucking solid as shit. Like during those years, Everett Withers had a great upset win against SMU when the quarterback fucking went off. Yeah. You know, but Mike Houston was throttling teams by 50 points week in, week out for several years on end there. Yeah. You know, he is a damn good coach on both sides of the ball, or maybe he hires well on both sides of the ball. I think he's probably a good coach on both sides of the ball. And, um, He's a North Carolina guy, born in North Carolina, coached in South Carolina. Well, do you know that that he gave a verbal to, to Charlotte? Yeah, to Charlotte. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't so live he, under a yeah, rock here, yeah, buddy. Come I, on. Well, I don't know. Man. You've been gone. I have right? been gone. I thought the Colgate loss might have got to you. Maybe you went to a bunker <laughs> down in, me. in Apple Valley, California. <laughs> I don't. Is that a reference to something? Uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. Apple Valley. Well, I, I've done stand up there. It's okay. just yeah, it's the middle okay. of nowhere. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, so you, uh, we're gonna talk first. We're gonna, I think he'll get them going pretty well. How how he does at an elite level, who knows? He, he has no experience outside the FCS. This is his first FBS gig. But if it translates at all, like Scott Satterfield, I'm just so fucking happy. Yeah. Oh, that they took him from JMU. Or? No, that East Carolina. Wait, there's no more Montgomery. <laughs> there's no more. He's an improvement over Scotty Montgomery. There's no doubt about. Well, it. and Montgomery was like recruiting well, so in a way, I'm thinking that he's gonna walk into a decent situation. Yeah, based on talent. Yeah, he'll do, he'll be good, dude. He's a damn good coach. That's what I'm talking about. Fucking pirate football coming back. Oh, and let me say this, okay? JMU administration, how fucking stupid are you? Okay, you had an offer to join the Sun Belt. What, like four or five years ago? Yeah, I do remember that. And they turn it down. <laughs> they said it was. Yeah, holding out for yeah. like a what American fucking invite? Yeah, good luck. Which you In know, Harrisonburg is it's a big weird. city, huh? It's weird though, because uh, JMU supposedly, I think they had done a, a study on Conference USA, and JMU has like would have the biggest athletic budget of all of those schools. So like that's probably but the, the TV ratings. TV ratings, that's true. Um, but you know, there's it's not like JMU is a small school. You got twenty thousand people graduate or like uh, attending. That like you know it's it's not a new school. They're, they're never gonna get in the American. They'll never get in the American. Yeah. But a conference USA, you yeah. would think might offer them. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the biggest like athletic budget. My thing is, I actually rate the Sun Belt better than the conference USA this year. At this point, right? They're all kind of well. App State, Troy, Sun Belt has come up a little. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Either way, we just whipped ECU fucking last year. Yeah. By what? 25 points or yeah, something. Scotty Montgomery is fucking trash. And now our coach leaves to go to a team. He, he's already whipped, you know, Yeah. because our stupid administration. Well, you know what? I think, I think we're content being like the beta male to Virginia and Virginia tech. We want to like they, leave they, the state to them. Uh, I think you should, uh, I iron think, sharpens iron. They should you know? just join the Sun Belt. Steel start sharpens steel. If we want Virginia football to be good, right? We have to, compete with them. We can't just give them the state, you know, Charlotte ended up hiring the Austin P head coach. Who's actually pretty good. He's done. He's done great. He's, that program was absolute dog shit. Prior to him taking it over. Yeah. And he's won both years. He's been there. Um, is, it, is that pouring rain that I hear? Yeah, it is. Um, but Turner Gill, you see what happened with him, man? Hmm. He uh, resigned from Liberty because his wife has cancer. Oof. So, but he used, took Liberty's first season, six and six. And Hell of a year. Yeah, six and six. And you got to figure, like, oh, man, that's just, that's just unfortunate because I really think he had this program kind of rolling. Yeah. I wonder if they keep somebody with the staff, you know. You just have to root for Turner Gill. Yeah. 
Going straight back to 84. Yeah. You know? Dude, he did great things at a Buffalo. A hair away from know? the national. Probably the most heartbreaking national championship loss you could ever have. Probably. He was the quarterback on the goal line when uh, Tom Osborne for went for two, two. Throw it to Irving Fryer. Yeah. yeah, down by one. Yeah. Mm, brutal. But uh, that job's open right now. So there's three jobs still open. Akron yeah. fired Terry Bowden after he took him to the MAC championship last year. Yeah. What? He went four and eight this year. Tough year. They One of their four wins was at Northwestern. The Zips have high expectations. <laughs> yeah. You beat Northwestern. You beat yeah. the fucking <laughs> Big Ten Big West, 10 West champ. champ. And then uh, the third one is uh, the University of Georgia Tech. Yeah. What are they doing? Are they, did they hire Wizen Hunt? I don't think so yet. They interviewed him, though, yeah, right? Yeah, they interviewed him on Monday. Mm. Louisville hired Scott Satterfield. I'm pissed off did about they? that. Yep. I missed that. I didn't see that. Louisville hired Scott Satterfield. He left App State Motherfucker. for Louisville, that turncoat bastard. <laughs> I actually think that could be a blessing in disguise because Brown's good. But I think Satterfield's going to be one of the better coaches, too. Oh, for Louisville, blessing yeah. in disguise. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, they fucking win-win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other the other uh, open vacancy is the University of Kansas State. And we know I've gone off ta- on tangents. <laughs> I heard they're talking about Levitt. I heard they're talking about Seth Luttrell from North Texas. Dude, have you seen Seth Luttrell's jaw? I don't know if it was just that one picture I saw. Well, he was I a think, fullback playing think, college football. What is it? Uh, American Dad. Dude, Wait, uh, the, you know the uh, cartoon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> well, he was a fullback somewhere in college. I want to say it was Oklahoma. Well, you have to, you it know, have Oklahoma. a jaw like that to play fullback at he, Oklahoma, especially. He was somewhere uh, playing fullback. I think it was Oklahoma in college. Um, yeah, I think you're right, Oklahoma. But. Dude, look at this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie O's cousin. Right. Uh, this dude would shatter your fist on yeah, his jaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so K State's is open. Yeah. Texas Tech hired Matt. Well, see, I we we called this Patty C. The Big Twelve is going to run football. I love it. The Pac twelve is on its way. The Big Twelve. Look, Matt Wells is leaves Utah State for Texas Tech, right? Yeah. So now you got Baylor, Texas Tech. K-State, if they go Levitt, will still be the run team. You would think with Brace of the personnel, they're going to go run, I hope. Yeah. Iowa State, and now Les Miles at Kansas. It'll be like the 1970s it's reborn. fucking getting good again. <laughs> Even Texas isn't like a true spread it out team. Right. Oh, yeah. Herman, Herman's doing the Urban yeah. Meyer uh, power spread. Yeah. Yeah. It's only the only three left are West Virginia, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. They just happen to be the three best teams in the conference or thereabouts. But. TCU, I guess, too. Yeah, TCU. TCU. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury hired at o- OC at USC. Good hire. I think it's a really good hire. Yeah. Um, Colorado hired a uh, a head coach today. I don't know if you caught that. No, I did not. They hired. Let me just make sure I get his name correct. Um, he is the current defensive coordinator for the Georgia Bulldogs. Ugh. Um, where the hell is I it? I should know that. Mel, Mel Tucker, is it? I think Mel Tucker. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's right. Mel Tucker. I don't know what to so, think. I, I'm, I'm, I'm up in the air on that one. Mel Tucker sounds like uh, a diner or something. I'm up in the air on that one. And I will say the Colorado football schedule was released this week and holy shit. It's brutal. Next year's schedule. Yeah. I think we get in like a four week stretch. I just can't see how. 
even though we're a senior, we'll, we'll, have, we'll be much more experienced. Hold on, you say Colorado? Oh, Colorado's. Yeah, same. I just don't see how we can really be successful. Pac-12. I'm still looking at Big Twelve. Jeez. Let me see here. What do we got? Twenty nineteen. Let's go game by game. All right, versus Colorado State at Mile High. That's a win. Okay. Hosting Nebraska in Boulder. I would favor Nebraska, especially this is a new offense, probably yeah. a new defense that they'll be learning. Still, still, a, still a close game. Yeah. So uh, let's say one and one. Home to Air Force. Win. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that rivalry's back. Yeah, that's cool. Right. At Arizona State, probably a loss. Probably a loss. I actually had this as one of the winnable games. Yeah. Sure. Because it gets brutal. Home against Arizona. That's a win. Dude, they're starting out like four and uh, one. Once here. just like last year. Okay. Ready? All right. At Oregon. That's a loss. At Washington State. That's a loss. USC at home. That's a loss. At UCLA. Probably a loss. Maybe. Stanford at home. Loss. Bye. Home at, to Washington. Loss. At Utah. Loss. Jeez. You lose seven Dude, we don't get Cal or Oregon State from the Pac-12 North. You get Washington, <laughs> you, Stanford, is Oregon, and Washington State. <laughs> Oregon. So not been... only would we play the nine conference games, we duck two winnable, the two, two most winnable games from the North. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, SEC. We're going to get to that later. Yes. Uh, uh, what do you think of the hire, though? I don't know a lot about the guy, but uh, it's it's funny to see. I'll say kudos. They hired a black coach because in college football, no one hires a black coach. Right. It's like five out of 130. <laughs> right. And they get yeah. like a two year. Like, yeah. and, and Everett Withers got fired. Scotty Montgomery got fired. Right. So it's probably, and, and Lovey Smith's on some, some thin ice. And people gave uh, Willie Taggart about three weeks till they yeah. get it figured yeah. out. What, let me, okay. Charlie strong. Wasn't a cultural fit for, yeah, for reasons Texas. that no one knows why. Just like someone at he's A&M. from the Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's talk about this though. Uh, yeah. hypothetical here. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year, week one, Boise state plays Florida state in Jacksonville. Yeah. Boise state wins that game. Is he fired? <laughs> no, no, they're going to give him the full season. Unless they, unless they win like four games again, they might fire. What him. if it's like 28 to nothing? No, he won't get fired. Although he will be on the verge of getting fired at that moment. And that same week, Fresno state plays at USC. Fresno state beats USC week one. I think, uh, yeah. Although I think that's more understandable. Not really Fresno. Well, well, because week two, they get Stanford. I'm not, I'm on the fence about, I'm, I, I really haven't given Clay Helton much of a chance. I've always looked into him as just like the leftover. He's kind of fat, you know, <laughs> what? Are you, you base your coaches. On I, their just weight think, size? I just look at a USC <laughs> coach and I'm like, all right, what is someone that can capture like the fan base of USC and urban gotta, Meyer? Yeah. You got to have the look. He could easily fucking come to USC in two years. <laughs> Dude, he could take one year off and come yeah, to USC and win five national championships. <laughs> Um, what other hires? Mac Brown, you 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 you're pleased with that one? I like it. I mean, I think someone mentioned something that yeah, you, maybe UNC is not trying to like win the national championship with him, and they're just trying to have like a respectable team. What if team. he does win the national championship? Oh, that'd be great. He kind of has that potential. I when I first started watching college football, he was at North Carolina. He's a badass. Yeah, Bly, 
Now he seems like he's probably gotten a little bit old. You know, it happens. You can get too old to coach. What about uh? So Texas State ended, ended up hiring the West Virginia OC. Uh, Texas State. What's your, that's a good hire. What was yeah. your name? Uh, I'm trying to spit Spavital, Spavital, yeah, something Jake, like that. Jake Spavital. Yeah. yeah. Um, what other hires do we, are there? I mean, this is the thing about those West Virginia hires. I really feel like and we've talked about this before. When you get these offensive coordinators that just fucking spread the ball all over the place, the teams can't play a fucking lick of defense. You know, I feel like they they never practice like yeah. tackling. No, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. So let me ask you this though. What was the best hire? Oh, what do you think about that Ryan Day hire? That's true. We didn't even talk about that. Urban, we we well, we and you had that information weeks ago. Yeah, we have an inside source. Yeah, apparently that told us that that was happening. All right. Um, I thought. I mean, the shoe fits. Shoe fits. Yeah. Um, it's a good hire. Who, but who's the best hire? <sighs> Jeez, who who are we looking at? Give me give me a couple. You got so Colorado went with the D coordinator from Georgia. Not not the best. Uh, the Big Twelve could be. Who knows? Big Twelve K State still open. Matt Wells from Utah State went to Texas Tech. It's a good hire. Okay, Les Miles went to Kansas. It's a damn good hire. Now that's what I was gonna get on with that uh, North Carolina thing. It's the same thing with Bronco Mendenhall at UVA. They might not have the upside to win a national championship, but sometimes what a program's looking to do is just become a winning program again. Because when you're the state flagship school, and if you can become a winning program, then you get your name back, and then recruits come back to you, and then a, an actual very good coach might step in at that point because you have that potential. You know, So yeah. it's important. Bronco Mendenhall's in the process of doing that. Ma- Maryland also hired Alabama's OC. That's a terrible fucking that hire. That is a terrible hire. Now, he will recruit the shit out of that area because Loxley is a... Don't dive too far into that because I think we have a Twitter question on that. Okay. Um, so you got Satterfield, Louisville. Georgia Tech still up in the air. I think we've covered... I think I think we have them all covered. App State has still, I think, not not hired anybody. Uh, so what would be the best hire? Mac Brown at, at at North Carolina also, and then uh, East Carolina with Mike Houston. Dude, I was gonna say like maybe I'm a fucking idiot, Homer, but I feel like that's one of the better ones. Okay, this is know? Mike Houston. Mike Houston. Well, I, I like you know I'm, I'm, I'm glad you <laughs> you are recognizing that East Carolina is the greatest uh. place. To, to catch no, it's a, a tough to, it's a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay, but here, let me just speak my mind here. Let's shift over to this before I get to the Twitter questions. I want to call bullshit. All right, mm. and if you know me, you know I think uh, you know there's a lot of politics and BS in college football. And I thought today they announced that Brian Kelly won Coach of the Year. I got issues. I got fucking lots of issues with this. We've talked about this before. Notre, yeah, you went undefeated. You did a great job, but also the schedule broke for them. Virginia Tech was pretty garbage. Florida State was pretty garbage. Stanford wasn't as good as what they thought they'd be. Dungy missed a Syracuse game. A lot, of, a lot of breaks. Yeah, fucking USC didn't do shit. Yeah, USC was five and seven, and to do it over Bill Clark, who took UAB. Yeah. To yeah. to now I got a couple of candidates that I just want to throw out there. Bill Clark took UAB. They. To a won the conference USA championship, yeah. In the second year back from them not having a fucking football program, <laughs> right? 
What, Ten what, wins. What did Brian Kelly do that fucking Nick Saban or uh, Dabo Swinney didn't do? He took a good football program and he won all the games yeah. that he was favored in. And uh, Mike Leach was projected to win the over under. I think it was at like six games or something. He had a ten and two season. Yeah. They don't mention Mike Leach because they hate him, right? Right. Because he he votes for Trump and he pushes kids in the locker room or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Jeff Munkin takes uh, takes Army to a ten win season. Unbelievable. Josh Heupel comes in, new fucking coach, Runs goes undefeated. Table. Yeah. Jeff Tedford at Fresno wins the Mountain West, wins ten or eleven games. I think eleven games. Eleven and two. Yeah. And he took over two years ago for a winless team. Look, I'll igno- yeah. I'll acknowledge that Brian Kelly is a kind of a dick, you know, a big dick. You know, I think he's gotten better with time. I still think you can read on his face that there's a used car salesman in there. No, another coach I would say also is uh, Syracuse's coach. Uh, Babers. All these guys, in my opinion, did a better coaching job. I'm not taking anything away from. from he did a great job. Yeah. Kelly did a great job. I'm not taking anything away from. Yeah. I'm just saying. Schedule broke very nicely. Yeah. And I'm saying those other guys to me had ones that really stood out. Went to me. beyond what yeah. yeah. Their team was. And that's yeah. this is why I hate college football in a way. I love it, but I also hate it because this is bullshit. Yeah, it's kind of just like you guys there wasn't any coach that clearly like took a team all the way to the national championship with an under talented well, squad. If they put you know if the if, if they if, would allow a hypo, if, right? yeah, I mean, he said they've only won twenty five straight games, only twenty five. I mean, yeah, yeah, just straight up hypo versus Brian Kelly. Uh, they probably had a similarly challenging schedule, and hypo did it in his first year. And Brian Kelly's been at the helm for like ten. Yeah, you know, and a, a little bit more battling of adversity when your court when your star player is gone. Yeah, and you come back from seventeen down. Grab it was a, one game. Grab but, a dub. Hey, yeah. It was two games, actually. The South Florida game also. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they weren't down. I think they were up like seven to three or something. I'm but my point is, you. is it's all a crock of shit. And now we get to this. Let me just read this shit before we get into it. <laughs> I know we're going to talk for an hour on this. All right. All right. I'm going to talk about a quality product. It's not shit, Pat. Oh, yeah? I'm talking about the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. They got a motto over there, Patty C. What is that? And East Carolina is kind of adapting it with that Mike Houston hire. You play, you win, you get, you paid, get paid. A lot more than at, you do at JMU. Over, <laughs> over at mybookie.ag and East Carolina University. And and that's what we got going here. It's not .com. It's not .org. Yeah, a G which stands for all gains. That's what I'm talking about. All gains, baby. All right. You pay good. They play good. You play good. They say good things about you. <laughs> <laughs> he went backwards. Yeah. Without. <laughs> uh, yo, they say good. Things. I don't know where the <laughs> fuck that goes. All right. Hey, uh, let's just get to it. Yeah. Before we get to the Twitter questions, I did a hot take on this. To me, the committee got it wrong again. They are perfect. They are a thousand percent on getting it wrong. At least I can say that about them. Every single year. Every single year. All right. What did the, let's go year by year and, and talk about what they did wrong each time. Year, year one. Year one, clear as fucking day. Ohio State was the underdog against Wisconsin going into championship weekend. And yet 12 hours also, later. Also, their loss was to a sick at home 
in Columbus to a six and six Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech team. team by 14 points. Yeah. And they never really came close yeah. to them. They were getting whipped that whole game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they were on their fucking third string quarterback going into the playoffs. Little detail there. And TCU, they, why did they not give it to going TCU? Into the invitation? What, what was their reasoning for not giving it to TCU? Oh, they didn't have a conference championship. Huh, sounds somewhat sim- similar to this year. Right. With a certain team this year that didn't play in a conference and championship. A certain team that had uh, played in a conference last year that didn't win their division. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. So then year two, Penn state should have been in right? Wait, year two. I, I feel like was all the correct uh, teams, but they changed the order of it. It was basically uh, they manipulated it. So Alabama had the easier matchup. Um, who were, who were they? What was the fucking team? Wait, wait, wait. Year two was what Penn state. I thought should have been. Is that, that year was three? Year three? I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't have this. Football. I don't have this data in front of me. Uh, but I know they've botched it every year. Yeah, they did mess up the seating one year. Yeah, that was the it was second like year. Oklahoma should have played. Yeah, should have played Alabama and Clemson should have played Michigan State. I think that's what that's it was. That's what it was. Yeah, and they gave fucking yeah. Clemson, Oklahoma, and Alabama, Michigan State. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma or Michigan State was better on basically every measure than Oklahoma coming into the fucking playoff. Yeah, but. They just switched it for whatever reason. I'm going to say like a week before Michigan state was like seven spots higher in the ranking than yeah, Oklahoma. Than Oklahoma but and then somehow. all of a sudden Oklahoma jumped them to give Alabama an easier matchup. It's like, what the fuck? Okay. Year three. Let me see here. Year three is when Penn state got robbed. That was against Ohio state. Cause Penn state won the big 10 championship against Wisconsin and Indianapolis. Yeah. Should have won. Cause they had a head to head matchup win. played an extra game. So they benefited. They benefited. Ohio State benefited by not having to play like a, a really good Wisconsin team that year. There was like eleven and one. Right? That's right. And the uh, conference champion beat them he- straight yeah, up, head in- to head. Yeah. Um, okay. Year four. What did they do wrong last year? Uh, Alabama. Backdoor. Oh, yeah. Ba- backdoored into the. Back in- lo- and, lost their last and game. And last year they left out UCF. Yeah. Alabama so there lost was only their one last undefeated team the last year. There was only one undefeated team in all the nation. One hundred thirty teams. And they left UCF. They didn't. And then they put in Alabama. Who lost the last? It, it's. I thought your wins were supposed to be more important towards the end of the season, didn't they say that? Right, you would think. Right, no, but I thought they said they, they've said that. Oh yeah, yeah. As yeah. the season goes on, we look at it. And Absolutely. If they lost yeah. in week one, early loss. Yeah, yeah. but that 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 says they're full of absolute. Do- they're f- full of shit absolute right there. Bullshit. And then they put Bama in. So Bama benefited from not. So Auburn should have lost to Bama. Then Auburn would have been led into the playoffs. Right. So, because Auburn had to play Georgia again, they already beat Georgia once. That's right. So they should have just lost to Bama, then got led well, into the playoffs. Auburn would have had three losses at that point, so it didn't quite work out that way. Auburn had two losses, but still, and, Auburn uh, beat the two teams that went. Right, right, right. Alabama shouldn't have been in the playoffs last year, and, and Auburn beat them by a lot of points too. It was like by like twenty five points. That's or something. right. Even though Alabama won it all, and you could say whatever you want, everyone. Well, it's like Ohio State year they won it all. Everyone who says like, okay, they proved that they were worthy. Every one of these teams is capable yeah. of winning the national. Anyone championship. in the top fucking like twelve, I think, or top sixteen, or probably top twenty five. That's why I want a fucking playoff. Right. Is capable if they get hot. You can you can do yeah, some the things. game plan. Ohio they, it's State a good matchup. the year that TCU didn't did, should have been in. Ohio State won it all, right? And yeah. look, that doesn't mean that, that TCU shouldn't have been in. TCU still should have been and in. And even if yeah. you are the better team, 
like there's an element of it is like you had to prove it. Yeah. What's the point it, of the fucking right. game? Is the point of the game to put the most talented teams in the playoffs or the teams that have earned well, the fucking right to play in the playoffs? And that's my whole problem with Kurt Herbstreit. I saw him go on, uh, on fine bomb. Right. Yeah. And he was saying he's that, such a yeah. douche. I'm sorry. Yeah. There, he's a likable guy. But his opinions are so fucking jerk yeah, off. And he's like, you know? George is in there. He's like, George's best win is a is a game, a game against Florida. Florida's record's even very misleading because they have two wins against an FCS school. Yeah, two FCS wins. So basically they have... And an eight-game uh, fucking... Yeah. Their two out-of-conference wins other than that were Colorado, Colorado State, State and yeah. Florida State. Neither yeah. of them won Yeah, not, neither of them had a game. winning record. Right. They played four schools. They had four wins against a team. That, they have two losses at home to Missouri where they blew them out. Yeah. And... Kentucky, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Look, and I, I compare it to this argument. Yeah. For all these fans out there that say Georgia should be in. Uh, and I put them in my 16 team playoff, but I, I'd compare it to this argument right here. The Miami Dolphins always play the New England Patriots well. Always. Yeah. Always. Do you, would you put the Dolphins in the playoffs every year just because they play the Patriots well? Right. That's, that's my point. That's the argument. We got close. Yeah. The fuck out of here, especially with a four-team format where it's fucking retarded. All right, look, I think Georgia. If you went to a sixteen-team playoff where the way it should be, at least, then Georgia should be in, in my opinion. Then they would have the chance to prove it again. But another thing is, why would you reward a team that has played the same team twice within twelve months and they've blown fourth-quarter leads by double digits both times? <laughs> right. I think it was wait. I think it was third quarter with two minutes left when Alabama scored. So technically, technically, like uh, what sixteen minutes last year? Yeah. No, this year. No, Alabama took the lead like with two minutes left in the game. No, no, no. But I'm saying Georgia was up by 14. Oh, with like two minutes left in the third. Dude, yeah, and Alabama scored their first touchdown. Dude, that was or a that? hard, hard choke right there. Dude, fake punt. Dude, they did that against Alabama not only last year, but remember when uh, Aaron Murray was the quarterback in the SEC championship? Yeah, yeah. They were up like 10 points in that game. And choked. I do remember that. Dude, I they, do remember that. And it's all, every single one of those games has been in Atlanta. It's in their fucking home state. Fuck you, Georgia. Yeah. Fuck you at this point. And, okay. Uh, so where did they screw up, though? They screwed up by putting two nine. They, they got the playoff right this year, aside no. from UCF. Yeah. No, that, I mean, dude, the team that's won 25 straight so, games. Right. You're on a 25-game win streak. You don't get consideration. That's pretty weird. Um, okay. That gigantic fact aside, yeah. right? Georgia and... Ohio State, whatever, neither one of them made the invitational, so uh, you can't really, who cares what they said, but I think they got... I uh, do believe Oklahoma you, was the right team. If you take yeah. UCF out, they got the four right teams, right? Um, that said, with the New Year six games, now this is what we're going to get into here. Yes, this is, this is they, good. I saw this coming from my A, way. they left out a 10-2 and two Washington State team that why, had... Why, why do you think they did? Because they don't, because Pullman isn't a uh, media exactly. capital. It's a small market. Yeah. I also think they don't like Mike Leach. Probably. Right. I think there's two things. They also don't. Oh, that, and Mike Leach is embarrassing the fuck out of them, yeah, like in interviews time. and shit. Yeah. Did you see that one with uh, him talking about uh, uh, the little format. league playoff? Yeah, right. yeah. Every <laughs> format. That was That's great. why he's the man. Because he he's, the he, he's look. I like him just because he tells the truth. He yeah. Tells the fucking truth. Right. Um, look, I like tradition too, and so I'm gonna sit here and tell you that I'm slower to adapt to a larger playoff than Colby is because I do like, we still have the sugar, a bowl. long we still time have all ago. Those that's true. That's true. You and see when, that? What I said, what I yeah, said, and you? when yeah. you look at that breakdown and all these bowls are basically 
the same exact situation as they were, except you just get a home, uh, a first round or a semifinal game, first round game, quarterfinal game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's basically, it would be the exact same playoff except with eight more teams in one more week, you know? And it would be amazing because everyone would want to watch because it's a fucking playoff, a real playoff. Yeah. Oh, but okay. Okay. But look, so, so what they did to central Florida is I think straight up cruel. It's not, not, I'm not even talking about them not being in the playoff. All right. I have that, that bone to pick with them, but I'm talking about, there's another bone to pick here is that central Florida should have been playing. UCF should have been playing Florida. Yeah. Should have, but check this out. Part of the committee. One of the members is the athletic director from Florida university. Let me tell you something. He did not want to see that matchup. You know why he didn't want to see that matchup? Cause that is a battle that a UCF fans could show up all over there. You know yep. what I mean? Oh yeah. Insta- UCF yeah. is right up the road. Right you up think the road. UCF is going to travel better to Tempe or, or yeah, or, or to fucking Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah. From Sorry, Orlando. Atlanta. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then LSU obviously is going to probably travel better than UCF. You know, they've got a much bigger and more established fan base over like, and I think this is a recruiting thing. Like if he does that, then he then UCF establishes itself as the top school in Florida for sure. Right, they shit yeah. on the Florida. Gators. Yeah. yeah, and now you put them. Now you know they don't have Mackenzie Milton, so you send them to Arizona against probably one of the better defenses in, in all of college football. They, they, this is a smear campaign, dude. This yeah. is a fucking it's, it's smear campaign. It's the powers that be, yeah. like really, like trying to keep the status quo in a most fucking obvious way you could ever fucking do it. But here's, and I, I don't, I don't know that it's possible because I don't think. Even with Mac put up, he played a great game. Yeah. But very vanilla passes. Like they, they don't, yeah. I don't know that. I just don't think that they, they can, they can beat LSU. I mean, I, I think I shouldn't say that. I don't think they can. I think they have enough talent. It's just that guy's going to have to play a whale of a game. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know if this is your honest belief or you're hedging your bets going into this thing, Colby. Yeah. I actually think, they can hang with LSU straight up. I'm with not the backup trying, quarterback, though. Even with the backup, given a month to prepare. That's what I'm. Ho- I mean, the backup. You know, quarterback, we have no idea what this guy's capable of. You know. Well, here's my question for you, though: Is what if they do beat LSU? Oh, that'd be so fucking. No, no, great. no. I'm saying coming into next year, then they'd have 26 wins, and they'd have a, a two wins against FC, SC West. One of them with their backup quarterback. Right. They'd have two wins against teams that have been to the national title game twice, or combined four times in the last 15 years. And 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 by the way, Feinbaum back in did you see that tweet that I I shared back in uh in July when some UCF fans caught into a show? He's like, okay, well run it back, go undefeated, and then I'll be a big fan, and I'll show up to your little national championship parade. Well, yeah, he's got one game to go. Come on, baby, <laughs> let's see if Feinbaum's Dude, as that, big as a how, bitch as he check looks. Check this like. out. How is that game? In my opinion, it's better than any playoff game. LSU, uh, UCF. UCF. It's the game that. Well, there's the most vitriol on the line right there. Uh, with For college football, it's the one game I want to watch. Yeah. Like right now, you tell me that the second game would be Oklahoma, Alabama, because I think, I think Oklahoma has a perfect recipe to really fuck with Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Alabama. Alabama is such a little bitch school. Well, we don't want to play in the Sugar Bowl. We're going to go to the Orange Bowl. It's like that's the kind of thing like Oklahoma with a nine game schedule. If Oklahoma had gone undefeated with a slightly easier schedule, say Alabama schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Then Alabama wouldn't have the one seed and basically be able to give themselves home field advantage. Alabama was the one that decided, Hey, we don't want to play in the sugar bowl. We want to play in the orange bowl because the sugar bowl is too close to Oklahoma. 
It's like yeah. or not the sugar bowl, the uh, cotton bowl rather. And and another another thing I think uh, I thought I was looking you know at future schedules, and I was looking at uh, the way that Bama does things. You know, uh, well they have a perfect formula. Well, I just think they can get away with murder. Alabama football schedule 2019. Uh, so if you look at the other schools, I think Georgia gets A and M and and Auburn back to back. I think the end of the season, which is kudos to to Georgia. But look at this. Look at this, dude. Yeah, I got it over here. So. Bama schedule next year. First off, c- kudos to them for the the neutral site game in, in Atlanta to play the Duke Blue Devils. <laughs> right, that's a really fair game. They had to go to Atlanta for that one. Couldn't have done that in Durham, right? Right. right. Where well, Wake Forest just beat Duke or in Charlotte. Du- Wake Forest just beat beat Duke in Durham by uh, fifty two points. <laughs> right. Um, but you had to go neutral, right? right? And right. Uh, then New Mexico State. Right, uh, independent. Yeah, because Duke versus Alabama is like a big time game that yeah, everyone wants huge. to Everyone's see. Everyone's really excited about right. that one. Then New Mexico State they bring in, right? Oh yeah, uh, fucking true. barn burner. Nice independent team that uh, got kicked out of the Sun Belt. Yeah, nice, nice. Won a couple games uh, last year. Nice. Uh, and then they get okay. They go Southern Miss, which I think went six and six this year. Which okay. Oh no, they got South Carolina. No, okay, yeah, at South Carolina, that's that's a good one. That's actually probably their hardest game of the year, but they got they 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 look look Coming what they did there. Coming off a two bye look, week, two warm up Yeah, New Mexico State is a bye week. Yeah. So essentially, they get Duke, who's not even good, but I'm saying like they get a bye week before Duke because they don't have that's where the season right. starts, right? Then they go to New Mexico State. That's a bye week. Yeah. Then at South Carolina, that's you know what Bama's done. What's that? They used to set up the same schedule the way they're doing it now except they would schedule a hard team at the beginning of the year at a conference like USC or yeah. Michigan or something. I think they even get USC again because in a they years. needed to like boost their resume that much and prove that they could have like a marquee at a conference win. They, they don't need it anymore and they know it and they're just like fuck it, we're putting Louisville, we'll put Duke, whatever. You know, yeah. as long as we run the table or have one loss, they're going to put us in the fucking playoff. But look at this, look at this though when you look at their challenging games, right? So I, there's only one point in their schedule where to me they actually play two teams back to back that are that are tough, right? Because th- before South Carolina they get New Mexico State by week, then they get Southern Miss before Ole Miss, which I mean take that for what it is. Then they get a bye week, an actual bye week, before Texas A and M. Yeah. At Texas A and M, right? Yeah. Then they're home to Tennessee and Arkansas, two teams that can't even make a bowl in an eight-game schedule. Another bye week. Then a bye week before LSU. Home game at LSU. Oh, man. Yeah, it's in Tuscaloosa. But here's the only tough stretch of their whole season. Home to LSU and then at Mississippi State. Right. Back-to-back weeks. And then they they, they, they welcome Western Carolina. Mississippi State, who's won how many SEC titles in the last how long? Uh, Zero. Zero. Right. In... Uh, as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah, me too. My lifetime, probably. Yeah. Then they welcome Western Carolina right before at Auburn. Well, by the way, I should note that Western Carolina is a awful FCS school. Right. So that is just fucking pathetic. Man. That catamounts to a buy. Just, Hello. but just to compare that, I just want to, I just want to, just compare that to something. Here we go. Who plays a Big Ten team next year? I think I need to get the Vanderbilt. Hang on. Let me just get to. Arkansas doesn't Arkansas go to Missouri and then go to Vanderbilt because I think Vanderbilt. Plays this is our do. this is a college yeah. experience. This is our weekly SEC hate fest. Um, well, it's just it's just fucking obvious. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just uh, two nine and three teams in the New Year's Six. 
over a 10 and two Washington state team that not only has never been to a BCS or new year six bowl and would be, why do you think? Yeah. Not only that would be new, fresh blood, something fun. This is what I fucking hate that the stupid ass bitch ass, uh, commissioner who, you know, have you, you saw, uh, what's it called? The making a murderer. I did. You know, yeah. you know, his lawyer that has that stupid little smirk on his face. Yeah. yeah. That's who that guy reminded me of. Like, oh, uh, you yeah. know, that like, uh, I didn't really try, but here's like a little, sure. <laughs> yeah. Here's me smirking, knowing that I'm getting over on everyone and making my money. Like he says, Oh, we didn't want UCF to be in the peach bowl consecutive years. Instead, you'd rather have Michigan play Florida for the third straight fucking calendar year here. Yeah. Prove they've gotten their ass whipped by twice and are likely to get their ass fucking smacked again against. And Just it's fuck. A, it's so no obvious. one's interested. Everyone it's would so be interested in obvious. Florida versus it's Central so Florida. Obvious. And LSU, Michigan would even be a, a better and more fun matchup than Florida, Michigan. It's like, get the fuck out of here with your whatever little stupid excuse. You have a million excuses built into your little system. And then this one just happened to be there for you to take this year. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, uh, just a comparison, I just pulled up Michigan. I, I I could probably do this for every team, but Michigan, look at that. They play at Penn State and home to Notre Dame back-to-back weeks. That's probably the two toughest games on their schedule with exception to Ohio State. Who are we talking about here? Michigan next year. Okay. At Penn State, mm-hmm. the very next week, home to Notre Dame. Yeah. That doesn't happen in the SEC. That doesn't happen in the SEC. Certainly not with Alabama. Exactly. And why is it? We were we were kind of looking at this. Yeah, actually, Georgia did did, did do some. Georgia nice gets his yeah. harder schedule. Like the SEC schedules, and maybe they give Alabama more leniency, or I don't know how it works. But I think the uh, SEC honestly like tries, and maybe it's the fact that they have Tennessee fucking cross division. Uh, they got to get rid of locked. that cross division rivalry shit. Yeah, because or Tennessee ACC too. Yeah, I'm saying all of it. It's trash. All of it. But got to go, uh, especially when the rivalries aren't even real rivalries. Um, but yeah, Georgia Tech and Clemson get the fuck something out. about Alabama's schedule. It just breaks easier than every other SEC teams, and I think it's like they just set up Alabama's schedule to well, like, and they're the only never have to have like two or three consecutive really hard like road games or even hard games. And, and the fact that they're the only Power Five school that hasn't played an away game in the past five years. The only Power Five at a school. conference at a conference. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're just like, that's their dog right now. And they're like riding it. And like the rest of the SEC is like little bitches for letting that like happen to to, to compare. Also, I guess they're all on the gravy train. So fuck it. Ohio State next year, the final two weeks of the season, home to Penn State at Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Two fucking. Yeah. That's probably their two biggest games. And they're back to back. Top 10, 15 teams. I mean, they also have a, I mean, it's just, it's just so much more evident. They have the stretch. Another thing is they don't put like the, an FCS in like week eight or they, they, they they do the traditional way of, of like playing the three, uh, out of conference games from the beginning of the year for the most part. Uh, yeah. So, so they hit a stretch. They don't space them out to be like no bye weeks here. No, no bye weeks here. They go at Nebraska, home to Michigan state at Northwestern, home to Wisconsin. Say that again. No bye weeks. Mm-hmm. No, no FC or no, 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 no mid majors. Mm-hmm. They go at Nebraska, home to Michigan State, at Northwestern, home to Wisconsin. Four yeah. weeks in a row, no bye weeks. Yeah, there's nothing like that. That does SEC. not happen in the SEC, and okay. that's why, like, that's why we are angry. That's why we say what we do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And okay, it's time to get to the Twitter questions, though. But I'm just saying, like, UCF got really fucked. Alabama's good. They're going to be really good. They could win it all again this year, but they also have a huge, huge, gigantic advantage. Um, 
let's go to it's just so obvious. It's just get we just to need these teams to like lose. But when you're when you have that advantage, you can keep stockpiling talent. Like and obviously recruits are gonna come where you win. And if you have a system, that's the thing about college football. It's it's the NFL to its credit is built for parity. College football is built for the opposite of parity. If you get a leg up, the rich get richer. Well, I, you know? but, but I still think though. So that if you're playing an unfair system, the, it's only going to get worse. Big Ten, the Big Twelve, and the Pac Twelve schedule so so much better, like so much harder, so much more aggressively. Yeah, and well, to me, it's better for football. It's right. better for now. You can say, oh, well, they don't. You know, look, they don't have a team in there this year. That, that the four team playoff is retarded in the in the, in the it just. The whole model yeah. of four out of 130 teams is absolutely retarded. It's stupid conceptually, yeah. like at first glance, and then like especially when you consider like the uh, disparity between the scheduling and the fact that it's completely subjective. And it's like, uh, yeah, this is what I was telling Colby. I think because the SEC has been doing this for so long that they've actually like created like a perception gap between them and every other conference yeah. because they're playing less like games, you know, and they're con- they're they're Ratings are inflated. Their 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 records are inflated oh, and, year and, in year well, out. Thing is so like, they come into the season ranked higher. They're fucking stay well, ranked no one, higher. And none of the none of the analysts on TV ever bring up the fact that they schedule eight games in a much in the layout of the schedule yeah. or who their opponents are. That's I why want, the college experience is there for you. That's right. We're we're calling the ace the ace. No, we 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 caught it in the off season saying like yeah. they, they have a formula. They schedule a terrible FBS. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a terrible FCS. Yeah. So there, it's almost like like Auburn getting Liberty and Alabama State. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Liberty was in its first year of football, and and then they make Washington fly across the country yeah. to Atlanta and There's call just, it a neutral yeah, second. So, so many advantages. Um, I want the Pac-12 to start playing a seven-game conference schedule, just to prove a point <laughs> and say, hey, at the end of the season, we have eight teams that are ten and two. <laughs> Eight fucking teams that are ten. Well, yeah, that's a, are all? Yeah. Do we all suck? Like we've got yeah. five wins over ten win teams. Are we? The, are we only number <laughs> five now? Are we out of the playoff? Fuck you. That's what the yeah. SEC fucking does. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Okay. Now let's get to the Twitter hotlines. We could talk about this forever. Yeah. All right. Our first. Well. Uh, okay. Uh, I got a question from at Jro Tex. Uh. Which bowl game is an absolute lock? And and someone commented underneath below that at Seabrooks one one three said Georgia over Texas as an absolute lock. Are we talking uh, straight up here money line? Uh, I would say money line right now because I let me see let me let me just pull it up real quick. Let me just pull up. Let me the see bowls. the fucking bowl. Oh, the spreads are all out. So I mean, are they? Yeah. Oh, I should have prepared a little better for this. Uh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to do it week by week, guys. I don't think we're going to do a full-on blitz. Uh, uh, but we can. If you t- if you, if you ask us our question, like, but it might not. It might. You be, guys have the big dick energy. Yeah, it might reflect differently when we go to actually week by week make our picks. But um, right now, I would say there was a couple that really stood out to me. Um, let me see where we are. Oh, I would say Michigan, Florida. I mean, right what's, away. What's I mean, Michigan minus seven and a half though. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you think about South Carolina minus four against your, your, your Virginia Cavaliers? I, I, I saw it at three and a half and it sounded just about right. No, to me. no Devo Samuel. Oh, I can tell you my one. I am all over Oklahoma getting 14 points. Yeah. Against Bama. 
I wish that game was played in the Cotton Bowl. I wish it was played on AstroTurf because the especially if if there's any moisture on the field that that benefits Bama. Yeah, Murray. Murray. Who yeah. here's the other thing though? This actually happened in the high school football game apparently the year before I got there. The opposing rival team that we play left their sprinklers on the week before the game on our sideline only, right? Fucking scumbag. That is a scumbag. Right. But it came back to haunt them because at the end of the game, we're running a fucking sweep around the end and their corner. Our guy keeps his grip. Their corner fucking slips (laughs) and we just jet for a touchdown for the win. So hopefully that kind of could factor in. Uh, if if Murray's got better grip than the Alabama dudes, the the grass could play in uh, Oklahoma's favor. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like A and M minus four and a half against NC State. A few, if I already saw a few NC State players are going to sit out the game. That's another thing is it makes it so much harder to handicap because coaches have been gone. Bama's A uh, and M's getting what? Minus four and a half. Against are given four and a half yeah. in, the, in the tax layer bowl. That sounds pretty close to right. Especially if NC State's got players sitting out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, another thing is co- but that's retarded about bowl season. Let's wait a month to play college football. Right. Fucking retarded. <laughs> um, so to answer your question, I'm going to go with Oklahoma and the 14 points, but. I like it. I like that. There was a few others I remember I think seeing. Kyler Murray. Like, look, Georgia is a good football team. They're a very, very good football team. Oklahoma has a more potent player on offense at a fucking key position. Oklahoma has one of the best players that I've ever seen play college football in a single season. Yeah. Kyler Murray. No, his stats back it up. Right. Yeah. And it's just like you watch the game and it's like, yeah, you can't stop him. You can't fucking stop him. And Bama's defense is not what it has been, you know? Yeah. So I think he might get off and then he's going to keep the pressure on Bama is one of these teams, just like any other team in college football, like, when they're playing with an advantage and the other team gets desperate, they can capitalize on their fucking desperate, obvious moves, you know, not going to happen when you got a dude that can fucking go punch for punch with you. And it's Georgia minus 11 against Texas. I would take Texas in the points all day long. Georgia minus 11 and a half. No, 11 straight up 11. I don't like it. I think, I, Georgia, say- I think Georgia's going to slaughter Texas. I don't think so. I don't think so. You better start thinking about yours. Oh, maybe Patty I C. should. <laughs> All right. Because I didn't say that on my solo podcast and people were giving me shit about it. <laughs> There's no one to say it to. Exactly. I'm Mud. the only person Pat that needs to, Mud that he needs to think about his, he, he his next meal. It. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, at Kai James 88 said bull pick em contest. Uh, that I don't know. I'll talk to my, my, uh, my bosses. Um, I don't know about that, but maybe. What was the question? If is there going to be a bowl pick'em contest? There should be. Yeah, let me. I'll I'll see what I can do. Next up at Young Raza ninety eight. Agree the four team invitational sucks on the fence about sixteen teams, but could be convinced. What would you say to the two potential extra games for players to get injured? A lot of these guys have futures at the next level. Would top teams rest their players for later rounds? They're the those are the only cons I can see. No, they would not. Even if Alabama was playing UAB, maybe after the first half, if they did it like we did it on our podcast, we had Alabama playing UAB in the first round Yeah, in Tuscaloosa because Alabama was the two seed. How but, fun would that be? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Birmingham right? versus Alabama. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It would be amazing. And, but Alabama, would after the first half, they'd probably sit 
I'm assuming if the if they are, but I also think that'd be great because UAB would have a chip on their shoulder from not getting recruited by these guys. Sure. So you'd have a little. Uh, Maybe a little dynamic yeah. that make it worth watching at the very least. Any of them are worth watching and worth gambling on. Do you Kramer, watch the first round of the fucking NCAA? Of course, and that's what Kramer brought up too. It was like, dude, it's all gambling based anyway. All television revenue is based because people throw money on. I t- think we may have a uh, more self-centered view of the world and uh i watch football for no, the but you're joy telling of it. me the first round of the ncaa basketball tournament oh it's very betting you're based. watching kansas against wagner and you you, you, you know t- how much money's on yes. the line there yeah. yes but i also say that just like in basketball i think people always say well football's a different game you know there's more players on the field i think you would see it would take some time a 16 or a 15 seed would beat a one or two at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. You App know, State would have been a 15 or 16 you know seed what they're several do? times. Yeah. yeah, you know what they're going to do? They're going to shit on some of these like Fresno States and put them at like 15, 16. And then they're just going to be yeah. on fire. Now, yeah. If you remember, like to me, one of the better college football teams of all time is the Reggie Bush team. Yeah. Right? With USC. Yeah. And Fresno Their hardest State. game. Right. Fresno State with Pat Hill gave him... The biggest run. For, that was one of the best games yeah. of the season that year. Yeah. Although that USC game, now that I think about it, uh, the USC team, they got close against uh, Notre Dame that year too before losing to Texas. Is so, that, was that the same team though? I think that was the same year. I think it was the year before. I'm almost positive. I could be wrong. Let me look it up. Yeah? Yeah. But either way, that was a fucking great game. Dude, but that was also in the Coliseum. So that's yeah. proof exactly. That it could happen. Yeah. Right. And that was... Uh, USC going on their third straight, either AP or BCS national championship. What uh, would have been their third straight AP national championship at the time. An in consideration for the greatest team ever, you yeah, know, two exactly. Heisman winners on the fucking same team. Like, and then this fucking team with nobody who they even have. Did they have Ryan Matthews at the time or was he later? I think that was later. I think yeah. they had a receiver named Bernard Berrien who played in the NFL a few times, yeah. a few years. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and gave them a run for their money on yeah. any given fucking Saturday. And that's that's the whole point of this thing, and that's why our system would work at Young Raza ninety eight. But do I see any cons? No. I think they would I think they would play their players and if the league got big enough, maybe they would pull them. But I also think in my proposal of this playoff, which is so simple, I would not wait a month to play the games. Hey, what's this question? Do you see any cons in he, he said they were the only cons I could see. He said, but he said, uh, need convincing. Oh, uh, the they would sit their players. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, the 16 team playoff would just be straight entertainment. There'd be one round that would be a little less competitive. And then it's with, not even one round with potential not, for upsets. Yeah, not even a full yeah, round. Yeah, not even because a some round. of those games are actually really compelling. Yeah, eight like, versus nine would be yeah. awesome. And then uh, by the fi- time you get down to eight, anyone's got a fucking shot. Yeah. You know, some years you have a straight juggernaut that's a huge favorite. Other years, you have a pretty even field. And I also had somebody tweet me uh, saying, why would you put in the, the Sun Belt and MAC winner and Conference USA championship winners? They don't deserve to be in the college football playoff. And I say, yes, they do. And here's another angle. I kind of disagree with Colby on this one. Well, I just said we, with oh, Fresno that was, State. And, that no, was no. your model. Okay. No, no, yeah. no, but, but here's another reason why. Is when you say, well, you, you, UAB or, or let's just whatever team you, you gets through, I guarantee you they're going to be good. I guarantee you they're going to have eight or nine or ten wins, yeah. right? Some of them 11 wins like this year, yeah. Fresno State. But when you look at their losses, 
a lot of them, oh, you say, oh, they had two losses. And they came on the road against FCS or against Power 5 schools early in the year, first three weeks normally. Yeah. So then they've gotten to, to get much better as the season progressed. Right. And, like, that's it's the thing. It's like Boise. It Boise would have uh, had one loss at Oklahoma State early in the year. Yeah. Stillwater's no fucking Stillwater, easy place Texas to Texas lost in. there. I mean, come on. West Virginia lost there. Yeah. That's one of the harder places to win in the country, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, my, my, my point is, though, is that they would... They are good football teams, and they're very deserving of that. I agree with you. I agree with you. I and think it would make for entertainment. The only reason that I had been, I had viewed football, college football, in a traditional way, I do enjoy the fact that it does create some insanely crazy environments for regular season games that you probably wouldn't get because, but the fact that like you're playing in for a playoff, that's kind of, kind of what makes the uh, yeah. NFL really exciting yeah. toward the end because and, and check this out games like, that wouldn't matter all of a sudden do just for know? some clarity on what I mean is like, so you'd shit on app state this year for going 10 and two when their loss was an overtime at Penn state. Can you imagine that they can't have Penn state come to Boone? Right. So my point is, is that they, that's a team that could fucking beat the six, be the 16 seed and beat the one seed anytime, you know? Yeah. And that's my, my point is that yeah, if the Citadel can make it to halftime against the, yeah. the greatest team ever, Alabama yeah, tied app state could give Alabama a run for its money, dude. And I actually think like we, we would laugh or, at this thing saying, Oh, I, I hate that. Con-, like my, that's why Leach is so dead on is it's like, we sit there and say uh, like uh, we as in a society say, Oh, well there's that, that there's such a big gap. And there's not. Yeah. And what makes college basketball well, the greatest postseason tournament of any postseason in, in, in fucking America is that it gives a chance to it everybody. It gives a chance. Well, here's the thing. I, I like I like the idea of the regular season effectively being a, a season-long playoff. It's very fucking cool. Okay. But here is the problem with that. We are seeing without a fucking shadow of a doubt that it does not effectively determine the national champion. You have a team that went undefeated last year. They didn't lose to anyone through no fault of their own scheduling wise. I think they scheduled aggressively enough and put a couple like power five teams on their schedule Yeah, and they didn't get a crack at it. They didn't even get a chance. You have to and they give, did it again this year. Right. And, and another thing is what you guys don't factor in. And I, I was listening to Northern, uh, Illinois, uh, uh, I think it was his, their athletic director talk about this. I don't even think it's their current athletic director. I think it was their previous athletic director. He said in the the years when they had Michael Turner and stuff, and they had beaten Maryland and beaten, they beat a few power fives in a row. Yeah. He goes, then it was really fucking hard to schedule. No one wanted to play us. Who are we talking about? Sorry. I just... but, but this is just a point for any of the small yeah. schools. Like UCF, I guarantee you when they call up, I, oh, they play such a soft schedule. I bet you they try to set something up, but they're like, yeah. ah, let's not do that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like You're stuck with like a Georgia Tech as like your best out-of-conference game. Yeah. You know? Because I, I don't think people really grasp that because they don't know. Yeah, but you can... think Alabama wants to play Boise State? No. No, of they course. do not. They watch Georgia lose to them yeah. in fucking Atlanta. Yeah. They're like, no, we're not going to do that. Let's get Duke. Yeah. You know, and or still, let's, and, and this is even better. Or let's because, get Florida State, and if we well, lose, we still get a shot at well, the playoffs. Well, and this is why the system is bullshit, though, is because by them scheduling Duke, it's a power five win, which actually helps their scheduling. And Bo- the Boise State one would actually hurt their schedule, even if they went eleven and one. Right. Even if Boise State was better than Duke, the little metric at the end of the yeah. year says, 
oh, they play nine power five teams instead of eight, you know? Yeah. And it's just absolute shit. Okay. Next question from at J M fear J M fear 12 P H E R E. Mm, let's uh, see what he did there. Best movie of the year. Patty C. Uh, geez. I don't know. I'm not some cinephile. <laughs> like I don't watch movies. Best I watched Crocodile Dundee and my cousin Vinny last night. Well, that's a great night, man. That's a great night. I love Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, that's not. Hey, but um, you need to watch number two because Crocodile Dundee two. Two. It's uh, in L.A. Yeah. No, no, no. That's three. Oh, uh, that's three. <laughs> Wait, two, Crocodile three's Dundee. got three's got Mike Tyson. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that's getting watched tonight. <laughs> two, two is in New York City. Yeah. And the Outback. And then they go back to the Outback. Yeah. Oh, that's but dope. they also have the most like typecast uh, black dude ever. Remember we were watching it? Uh, I'm forgetting who the typecast black dude is. He's the dude from uh, Family Matters. Or no, 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 not Family Matters. That's Die Hard. I don't he's, know. He's in one. Uh, yeah, he's Carl in one. Carl Winslow. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah. cab driver. Yeah. Or the limo driver. Uh, no, no, no. But two, there's a different guy. And you'll see. I think we were watching this last time. We were fucked up, but we were cracking up. Yeah. Because like the cops show up. He's like, Yo, we got split. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> bad, bad Leroy Brown or whatever. Yeah, his name. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, dude. When I was a kid, I, I I thought Leroy Brown was awesome. Right. But when you watch it now, you're like, gosh, he's so fucking typecast. Right. So racist. So typecast. Right. But okay, best movie of the year. I mean, look, I saw. I, I this year's a little crazier for me. I had a bunch of shit going on in my life. Um, I know you guys don't know. You guys know some stuff. The audience I'm talking about is like. I had a, a a girlfriend of five years leave. Who are? Yeah, but from there, I inherited a very very expensive rent. Yes. Very expensive rent. So, needless to say, my I had to stay and be responsible in the apartment until my lease was up, and I had a very very uh, chewed it. Yeah. So so needless to say, a lot of my regular spending money that I'd be out in the world. Yeah, he was on that ramen noodle and uh, dude. Uh, Hard liquor diet. Dude, there was a t- there was some tough times where uh, people were hitting me up to go out. And I'm like, I fucking can't go out. Right. I cannot go out right now. Right. I'm waiting for right. money to arrive. Right. You know, so I didn't get to see the normal share of movies. Yeah. I mean, I saw some at oh, home. Yeah. I mean, but I got I own Commando. I watch Commando 300 <laughs> times a year. You know what I mean? But 48 hours. You know, those are my type of movies. I fuck with uh, you know, a lot of different. Colby's got a great collection here. I gotta yeah. say, I was standing here the other week doing some house sitting. Yeah. Fucking great collection. Yeah, that's what we do. I mean, we got a lot of good movies here. I just, but as far as best movie of the year, I tell you what though, uh, my buddy took me to see a documentary. What was it called again? Three uh, identical. Three identical strangers. I, I saw that in the theater. Three identical strangers, which I didn't know what I was getting into. A buddy of mine knew more about it than myself, but he 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 got me out of the house. Well, we just told me about this about an hour ago. I highly recommend this documentary. Ooh, it sounds fucking twisted. Pretty wild, man. pretty twisted, and it's it's a real story. Um, some of the other ones, I mean, I saw Creed 2. I saw, oh, what else? I saw the, uh, you know what was not bad was Solo. I thought the Han Solo movie, we saw Solo, that together. Was that 2018? Yeah, that was in They did a good job on that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be shitty. Yeah. I thought it was going to be really shitty, and Dude, it was a lot better. The best part about this whole fucking movie, man, <laughs> there's a part, like, in the middle of it where he just, like, almost looks dead at the camera. Like what is they what do they call that third third or fourth uh fourth uh what, what are you talking about here where are you going here fourth person or something when you like break like and like look at the screen and like talk to the audience yeah it was almost to that level and he just goes 
we're going to win right yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the point where like he's all confident the, the jedis are battling or something yeah right. they're, they're doing battle it's he, like they're like uh at this like critical moment and he's still confident it's like a very big dick energy like han solo moment mm-hmm. and he goes we're going to win right <laughs> and colby fucking references matt hasselbeck uh, in, in, uh overtime <laughs> yeah. we want the ball and we're going to win, win dude i was rolling for i could not stop <laughs> everyone around me was like shut the fuck up yes yeah, was, that, was, that, no, that was fucking like <laughs> Hilarious! It, it, it reminded me exactly of it. You know what I mean? Like it reminded yeah. me of, dude. Th- th- how about you do some battling before you uh, right. just say you we won. want the ball yeah. and we're gonna score. <laughs> classic moment in NFL history. Very classic. And then what happens? First play of yeah, overtime. Pick six by Al Harris. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hilarious. Um, I saw a cool movie. I don't know if it's this year. I saw a movie called uh, Wind River. Yeah. With uh, Jeremy Renner. Good actor. It's like an indie movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, that was a pretty badass movie about like uh, it takes place in like Wyoming on like a Native American. Oh, uh, I saw that yeah, shit. Yeah, that shit was dope. Where dude, his girl that, gets yeah. fucked. Oh yeah, my dude. gosh, that, that one, movie was dope. That's what I'm saying. That's a really good movie. That 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 keep. Uh, I think that's on Netflix, guys. If yeah, you want to check I think that that's out. That's where I saw it. They don't make a lot of good movies these days. Uh, I mean. What, the, the past year or no, that's not good. I, I, I did dig the series, uh, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy series. I thought that was fun. I thought I, I thought I was going to hate those. I ended Guardians. up liking those. Well, they, th- they threw Stallone in there. They know how to they know how to win me over. All right. All right. <laughs> did they? <laughs> He's in the second. I want to see Incredibles 2. I haven't seen Creed, Creed 2. A little disappointing. I liked it still, it was, but it was yeah. solid. It was yeah. solid. It wasn't special though. Well, it's a lot better if you don't do 10 Jameson shots before you go in there, right? <laughs> and fall asleep for half the movie. Jeez. Terrible. I honestly don't remember a lot of it. So like, okay, then let me ask you this, Pat. What's what's your favorite movie ever? Jeez, give the guy something. He's asking questions. Uh, Best movie. Tell him a movie to you watch know what that my, you really my enjoy. Most watched movie I think ever was. Uh, can I guess this? Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say. It's like a fighting movie. It's like best of the best or something. I used to watch all those, dude. My dad, we'd go to Blockbuster. That was our Saturday right there every every weekend. No. My and here's I was such a little shit, right? My mom took me to this one, and I was crying like a little bitch. I don't want to go to this. I don't want to go. This. Turns out to be one of the best movies and one of my favorite movies of all times. My buddy got it on VHS. We watched it like twenty six times in a row. Total Will, Recall. Will Botany. Um, the Fugitive. Oh, it's a classic. It's a great fucking movie. That's a classic. Harrison Ford yeah. became my favorite actor for a long time. Harrison Kobe. Ford has the personality of a rock. Right? It's really come out later in life and shown <laughs> itself when he's not as like handsome or charismatic. I, I have a stand-up bit about oh, Harrison yeah. Ford. Dude, right? Colby got so drunk at the uh, <laughs> Long Beach Grand Long Prix, Beach Grand Prix. <laughs> I, that I I was drunk and I ended up with a stand-up routine. <laughs> I was yelling at a woman and that became my stand-up routine for about a year. Colby rarely gets like angry drunk, but he was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> And I was still cracking up. He was like trying to make the night miserable, but it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I, I, I had a point though, right? Right. The he guy, was a terrible actor. Yeah, I mean, I love the guy, but look, he, 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 I mean, I don't know. My point is, is that I don't know. <laughs> Catch my stand up. Catch yeah. my stand up. All right. It was good. Um, I'm going to get some beers. You fucking hold oh, it down. Jeez. All right. Uh, next up is from Desto underscore Hendrix. Is Robin Hood a puppet puncher? <laughs> a, a puppet puncher. Is that a reference for a... Uh, is that a reference for a homosexual? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard that term, if so. 
But hey, the world's passing me by these days, man. I don't know a lot of this shit. Everyone's talking about this uh, Adriana. What's this chick's name that everyone's talking about, Patty C? She broke up with some guy. I don't know either of them. Nah, maybe. Like, she's some, like, little girl that broke up with somebody. She got her tattoo removed and got something else. Oh, is it one of the pop singers? I don't fucking know, man, but either way. Ariana Grande, maybe? That's it, I think. Ah, that girl looks like a little mouse. It sounds like a it's fucking... It's still plow, but... sounds like a, some type of cappuccino you, you would get. Yeah, like, can Ariana. I get an Ariana Grande? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh... Uh, at Andrew Culpepper asks, so well, look, is Robin Hood a, a puppet puncher? Uh, uh, is that a reference to a homosexual? Uh, is he talking about the guy from the Kingsman, that Robin Hood, the new Robin Hood? By the way, uh, Jamie Foxx, solid uh, replacement for Morgan Freeman, I think, in terms of like uh, token black guy in the movie. It's making no sense at a time, that at a period in time where well, they were, he's not- a Moor. He traveled. A, Long distance, you know, to be the token black guy. It's like when they remade the movie Magnificent Seven, which the original is a classic. Yeah. They recently remade it. Did they? And Unnecessary. And, and That's look, like them it's remaking... even got my boy Ethan Hawke in it, but it was still garbage because they put like all seven of the Magnificent Seven, they have like an Asian guy, a Native American guy, oh, a black guy, a white guy. And they it's sing like, YMCA. Dude, you're middle. destroying all credibility. And I understand that you want to be politically correct, but the, uh, you, you know what? If you want to be politically correct, don't do a biopic. All right, don't do one. Of, I mean, based on a 1960s movie. Yeah. That 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 that. A I period know, piece. I guess it's not. Yeah, it's, right. peri- it's supposed to be a period piece. Right. You know what I mean? Asian people were working on railroads. At the, they weren't even yeah. here yet, were they? I, I don't even know when that movie took place, but I'm saying sorry, that was fictitiously. But no, but they were. Yeah. They were. It's not racist. You right. racist would be saying I hate Asian people working right. on railroads. You're right. not saying that. Or I do saying, hate them working on roads, but I. Yeah, you, you you don't hate them specifically. Right. You hated them working on railroads. Right. But I, that was very important that the railroads <laughs> came. I'm not. I'm saying whoever built it. That's true. Whoever built it was very important for the fucking times. And by the way, could have been. It could have been fucking mud. If mud would have built it, I would say, hey, it's very important. That's right. You know, and this is going to verge on who knows where this is going to go. Maybe I'll sound like a complete fucking racist. But even our country was built in an incorrect way, you know? Yeah. But it was built by all of the races. You know, we all have ownership of it in that way, even if it wasn't in Dude, I, I was recently, uh, you know, I went down the road here because a guy from the Tuskegee Airmen passed away the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, you know, I, I have a ton of respect for them because of, of, A, the fact that they were fighting a war at home. Yeah. And then they go fight this war, World War II. You yeah. Know, but they put that shit aside. It's badass. Yeah. I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I respect anyone who fought in World War II. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then when you add that on, it's like, dude. Yeah. They're, they're I, like, you guys are oppressing us, but we will yeah. still fight for you. <laughs> yeah. And for our freedom in the process. Like, But it just made me think that, you know, sometimes, you know, and I have a ton of different friends of different ethnicities, and they'll say, you know, like, well, it's not, it's not really our history. And it's like, well, in a way now it is. It is. You know what I mean? Like. You, know, you fucking built the entire South like, with your bare hands, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking weird to say it, you know, but it's true. Whatever. We're getting off topic here. Yeah. But. This is the college experience. <laughs> uh, at Andrew Culpepper says, when does the first college baseball podcast drop? <laughs> the instant that a player that gets drafted uh, if comes. He, if East Carolina goes to the, to the college world series, we will do a show. For that one. There you go. I'll make a deal. All right. You know, Virginia came up the other year and won it. 
Virginia is a that. spring sports state. We got lacrosse, we got soccer, and we got fucking baseball. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing that that's all we got to offer. Basketball is coming up. Football, we got a long I way. Know, to go. Baseball, there's no coverage on college baseball. Yeah, I wouldn't do it anyway. It's just too many hard game Look, to like. I like baseball, but I don't like baseball. If that makes sense, I think baseball did a really good job with that uh, thing that they're proposing for college basketball, which is the you know either go straight out of high school or commit to two years in college because then you get like some actual good players in college, you know, and you don't re- restrict the guys that are like ready pro ready out of high school. You know, this one and done. I like this, the idea of it, but, uh, it kind of fucks both, you know, it fucks yeah. the players and yeah. it fucks the colleges the, that the game. Yeah, yeah. It fucks the college game up a little bit. All right. Well, you know, who doesn't fuck up the game. Patty C who doesn't fuck up the game? odd shark. The college experience is brought to you by odd shark. Head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at odd shark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Flawless. Boom. Dude, I watched Jaws yesterday. Speaking of Odd Shark, <laughs> talk about a flawless Oddly film. large shark. Oddly aggressive and And you cruel. know what? I left the house yeah. to go get a cocktail, mm-hmm. but Jaws 2 was coming on next, which Ooh. I still don't know that I've ever Did seen. Did you record? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen Jaws 1. Whoa. I think I may just know the music. No, I've just seen like... People getting bitten, like in brief moments of it. I'm sure I saw it in the 80s at some point. It's actually good. It's been a a long time. Yeah. Uh, Next up, at Jamie Hove. Thoughts on great guy, great guy. One of our, one of our, one of our pals. Thoughts on Loxley. Why did Maryland need to hire a search firm when the candidates were Canada, Loxley, and Hamilton? How dumb are they for not considering McIntyre, Colorado's coach, or Frank Wright three years ago, or Leach? Instead of Edsel, worst history of ADs ever. You know what, Jamie? I firmly, I am a hundred percent on board on worst ADs ever. They had an AD that forced out Gary Williams. Gary Williams was a very successful basketball coach. Yeah, like, uh, and he was. That's teams crazy. Were, yeah, yeah, Gary Williams. You're never gonna get a Gary Williams at Maryland. And either. they forced out Friedrich. Friedrich, or uh, yeah, Fried, Ralph, had, Ralph Friedrich. Yeah, yeah, they had. You know who their OC was? Uh, James Franklin. Yeah. He was like a nine or ten win coach for <laughs> yeah. like half a decade yeah. or longer. They took him to the Orange Bowl, beat beat Florida, or lost to Florida or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he they did. got trampled by Florida. Uh, I don't like the hire. I thought Matt Canada should have been the head coach. I thought they should have yeah, retained Canada Matt Canada. Canada. He kind of proved himself. Well, here's the a thing, bit there. Loxley. This isn't his first rodeo. He was the New Mexico what state or just New Mexico head coach. I think it was New Mexico. He was he was the guy that was uh, with Zook bringing all those DC heads over to Illinois. Yeah, he was. Uh, Which, what? by the way, Illinois was terrible under Zook. Yeah, they were terrible, yeah. but they were getting uh, recruits. Who was the fucking guys from DC? Uh, uh, Penn, the wide receiver Penn. Uh, Aurelius Ben. Yeah, Ben. 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 Yeah. and Sean uh, Penn. <laughs> who was the defensive back who played for the uh, Monte Davis? Monte Davis. He's getting yeah. all these five stars out of DC, right? Southern Maryland, Prince George's County. Yeah. Right? A lot of thugs. That's where Durant's from. Dude, that is a fucking talented ass you area. You saying Durant's a thug? Durant's a cupcake, but he's probably a thug too, to be honest. You don't come out of PG County soft. I don't care what anyone fucking says. Yeah. Durant, you sell the wire. Yeah. Um. So, although that was Baltimore, but same difference. I think yeah. PG County may be harder. Baltimore is pretty fucking bad. I don't though. know, dude. Baltimore's, Baltimore's bad. Baltimore is fucking dude, bad. Great dude. story. My mom, My aunt the fucking whitest lady of all times, right? 
maybe a virgin. Uh, this is kind of fucked what? up to say. On, right? <laughs> but she's an a, she's an angel, dude. I, I'm just saying. Well, why'd you say that? You threw you threw that in dude, there just right? to show you what a fucking angel this okay, one. Okay. Like our our nickname among the the kids, Saint Jan. Right. <laughs> like, dude, she doesn't okay. do anything wrong. Right. She was talking about when she was living in Baltimore, going to like driving driving down the wrong street and seeing like exactly what is being portrayed in the wire, which is like trash, like completely overfilled out of the dumpsters, like piling onto the street and like no one doing anything like the fucking trash men don't even want to go into that section of town because it's like, dude, we'll get shot. And so like they just wait, like um, they do it every couple months. They like come pick up the trash. So she said she's on the phone with like the municipal center. Like you guys are so irresponsible. (laughs) Like I'm just picturing her like hang up on this broad. Right. (laughs) Like, Woman, you have no idea what you're talking about here. We're going to get killed. Anyway, yeah. Uh, PG County thug. Loxley, um, he can recruit his ass off. He, that's I, He went to... Um, Will he be fired New five, Mexico. four or five years from now? What did he go at Mexico, New Mexico? Terrible. Like he was one terrible. in 26 yeah. or something? Yeah. Um, then somehow he's doing a good job as Bama's coach, but I almost uh, offensive coordinator almost... Want to say that Bama at this point is fucking sh- yeah, like, it's a machine. Yeah, it's, it's a, a fine-tuned machine. machine. You can't fuck up there. Yeah, um, look at Lane Kiffin, by the way. No one's talking. Everyone thought, oh, we should hire him five and seven in the year they were projected to win ten games. Yeah, proves my theory that he was never machine, like, never are, that good of a head coach. Right. Um. Yeah, Loxley will be done here shortly. He'll recruit, which sucks because he'll take some recruits away from UVA that they might have gotten from DC area, but. Uh, he'll be gone soon. So long term, I think it works out. I don't think it works out long term. Well, it works out. I for think UVA. five years from. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think five years from now, Maryland's firing their coach. Maybe four. Give yeah, max. Uh, I want to know where Matt Canada is going to go. Hey, Colorado, maybe we should uh, give him give that guy a phone call. Um, next up at Wanna Bet, best total play this weekend for B-ball. Also, the over and under in the Army Navy game. Feels like the under is so overhyped an army can show. Um, well, I can tell you this. Basketball, dude, the hardest thing is we don't have fucking spreads, brother. So we can, you know, I could pull up the schedule and we could, I know like one of the games I watch every year happens this weekend. And it's one of the best games. If you want anything, like guys, I grew up in the era of the 90s. Where they play defense. And I, my, one of my all-time favorite matchups is the New York Knicks versus Miami Heat in the 90s. Oh, so good. It was every game was like decided by a point or less, or like not a point or Some less, but like like three or four points. Buzzer beater with yeah. a fight And it was just a time. physical game, and you knew, you knew that they hated each other. Yeah. Well, college basketball has one of these games, and there's been several fights over the past couple of years, and it's Xavier against Cincinnati, both two Cincinnati schools, and they go at it. They go at it. And this Saturday, it's happening. Now, I, oh, can't, I, I yeah. can't predict the spread on it, but I'm very excited to watch it because I think it's it's one of the better college bas- regular season college basketball games to watch in all of college basketball. There's so much personality with these two teams because they're both like fringe, like elite. You yeah. know, they can't quite get yeah. there, but they both want to be it so bad. And they're both so close. Both hardcore defensive teams. Right. Always never had like, like they've never had like finesse players. That, I mean, maybe like Nick Van Exel back in the early nineties, but I'm saying like, they're yeah. normally like, uh, uh, Stevenson, Lance Stevenson. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they, they got players like that, that are like, 
Dude, they can lock you those up. Those '90s Cincinnati teams under yeah. Bob Huggins were so fucking tight. Yeah, <laughs> they were so. Dude, Melvin thug. Levitt. Melvin yeah. Levitt. Melvin Levitt's all yeah. one of my all-time favorites. You ever want to see the best dunk ever? The game winner. Look up. No, no, that was a great dunk, that, dude. That was a oh. against Duke in the fucking Great Alaska shootout. shootout. Yeah, yeah. But better than that, Melvin Levitt's putback dunk. I forget who it was against. The dude literally is horizontal to the rim. Check that out, Melvin Levitt. Okay. Um, yeah, since you know what this these are the kind of rivalries that I like most. You have your Michigan Ohio State, you have your Iron Duke, Bowl, Duke Duke Carolina, USC. Yeah. Those are awesome. Those are amazing. The ones I like most are like not. I like the cousins. You know, yeah, yeah. I like Alabama Georgia. Yeah, I like Virginia West or Virginia Tech West Virginia, Penn State Ohio State East Carolina yeah. NC State. They're the same exact fuck. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're not going to give that love. We storm the well, field. No, that's that's a okay. different kind of rivalry. It's kind, it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same. It's like uh, we don't want to acknowledge that this is a rivalry, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but... Uh, you don't want to, like, give up that spot. They're both vying for the spot of, like, the uh, a place in a big rivalry because that's, like... There's there's disrespect with Ohio State and Penn State. They're holding up signs, not our rival. When you have to point out specifically that you're not rivals, you're trying to like, yeah. you know, then you're fucking rivals. Like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, the over-under in Army Navy is at 40 at the moment. Uh, I would go over. Yeah, I think so. I'll go over, and we'll get to our pick on, on what we like there. Uh but yeah, dude, for for college basketball, the best pick I would say just follow the spreadsheet. We lock it up. Uh, Pat's actually hitting at a at a crazy rate on his locks right now. Not tonight. <laughs> on your locks, that you're doing. Good. Oh, tonight yeah. I'm alright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's t- we don't have spread, so I, I I can't really answer that one, man. But 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 in general, if you want to watch good basketball, Xavier Cincinnati Saturday, great game. Also Georgetown Syracuse Saturday, great nice. game, yeah. amazing game, classic rivalry. Yeah. Um. What else do we have here? What else do we have here? This big, the Big East was fun. That, that the conference realignment hurt the Big East, man. Yeah. I mean, I do like them getting Butler in there. Yeah. And even Creighton, they're two good teams. Yeah. Marquette, you know, well, I mean, Marquette was in there originally, I think. No, they? no, no, no. They were Conference USA. Yeah. Yeah, they were Conference USA. Um, I think that might be all of our Twitter questions, man. I think that is all yeah, right. of our Twitter questions. Yeah, right. Actually, someone, I got to go back and because someone's, we missed one the other day when yeah. I was recording that they came in at, it came in a little late, but I thought it was right up your alley. Yeah. Well, so, so I'm going to try to find it right now. When was this? Uh, someone give me a hard time about picking West Virginia over Texas to go to the, the college football playoffs. Well, West Virginia beat them head to head. Same amount of losses. Yeah, what uh, what was the tiebreaker? I that was actually confusing to me. Why why Texas won that? Oh, well, West Virginia has three conference losses. Yeah. Texas only had yeah, two. Yeah, but I don't really care when it gets to that. When it gets to that point, uh, I like it works. You know, I'm fine with it mathematically. Also, on the last podcast, I gave myself the uh, someone I gave myself. Someone asked me uh, the top five Christmas movies. Yeah, I didn't include Die Hard and Lethal Weapon as Christmas movies, mm. which I, I think is fair. But someone did say just just trading places count, and I think that does count, right? As a Christmas movie? Isn't it? He's dressed up as Santa at the end with a gun. <laughs> That's you know true. I mean? He's got the fucking fish inside the uh, yeah. Santa costume. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it doesn't specifically like make a point to be about Christmas, 
but it, it gets watched at Christmas time. So I, I would call it kind of, I think the Die Hard and Lethal Weapon kind of are Christmas movies too. Die Hard a little even more so because they got the ho, ho, ho on the sweatshirt, but I still don't think it's a full on Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, Lethal Weapon I don't really associate with Christmas. Well, it's definitely Christmas going on. They're having Christmas dinner. They, they, someone drives a car through like the living room and the Christmas tree falls on the car. Uh, okay. And they're, I think they, they go out shopping at one point in the movie, but right. I don't know. It's tough to tough to really say, <laughs> man, where is this fucking question, dude? It's a it, oh, okay. Here we go. This is for you from our guy at Lay the Hook. All right. He sent this a couple days ago when I was recording. I haven't seen it yet. Let's hear it. When engaging is planned, group sex. When engaging, oh, I'm sorry, Jesus. When engaging in in planned group sex with a large number of participants, Mm, is it starting to get out of my range? Is it, no, he specifically said for pedophile Paul. Okay. Is it, is it poor etiquette to pull out? (laughs) Etiquette. Etiquette. Jesus. To pull out a surprise set of anal beads. I say yes. It could make some members of the group uncomfortable. My friend disagrees and says making people uncomfortable is sexy as fuck. What do you say? I say a pedophile Paul. I have been in my, I don't want to get too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You can just just do it. This is a college experience. experience. Uh, Quick, quick. If I had experience (laughs) in this particular, uh, I don't really have experience in this. A a large group. How large are we talking here? (laughs) I mean, what? I don't know. Uh, fucking, let's go. Jesus, uh, getting personal. Let's, let's just talk about. It's it's like our. It's like the new expanded playoffs. Eight. Let's go eight. Four. Four. Should we stay four? Look, I'm not even going to talk about what I've been involved <laughs> in. <laughs> but um, ain't no beads. You break them out or not? Yes or no? It depends on the company. Are <laughs> you like a swingers party or are you? My I, friends? I'm assuming it's a swingers party. Fuck it, swingers party. You break it out. Yeah, friends. You're gonna French break it out anyway. It's no, a 50, 50. It's depends fine. on the level of friendship. If it's like, well, I've known Steve for a year and I met him through Megan's, you know, right. it's Megan's I husband. I feel like that's not the, I feel like you're either all in with your friends, <laughs> like your best friends, or you don't do casual acquaintances in the, uh, in the orge. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's something to that. Okay. Those are, that was the final Twitter question. He, 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 he okay, missed no, the Break out time. those beads. There's your answer. There you go. Break them out. Saturday, December 8th. Let the chips fall. Let the beads fall where they may. This Saturday, speaking of beads, we're talking about the Navy midshipmen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some naval, naval I could, beads. I could see some, some, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Beads and, ship. <laughs> <laughs> All ships have yeah, some beads, beads. somewhere on them. <laughs> the Black Knights, do there, is there a bead uh, reference uh, there? We, we're really stretching yeah. it. Yeah. Bead, bead, uh, uh they're going to get beat for the yeah. third year in a row. Go Knights. Hello. All right. Look, noon, noon kick out here on the West Coast. By the way, fire uniforms on both sides. By the way, awesome rivalry. I don't care that anyone that hates this game. I know some people personally that hate this game. Well, they're fucking idiots. And they're idiots. This is a beautiful football game. Yeah, look, even I've watched this game my whole life. Now, granted, here's what I think some people may have a different we remember when these teams were respected back in the nineties, it was presented to us initially as a fucking game of quality opponents. And, and something that aside from the names themselves, the teams deserve respect. But then you put in the tradition of like, okay, these teams were the best teams in the country during world war two, Roger Stahlbeck. Yeah. Roger Stahlbeck, Heisman, some fucking classic games. There was a level of respect at, in that era 
that, you know, may have been lost over time with Navy winning 15 in a row and both teams sucking kind of, or at least Army sucking. But even still, because I was introduced to it with that level of respect, I always liked the game. I understood what it stood for. And now that they're both becoming good again, this game is fucking tight. Yeah. So that that said, Army is a seven-point favorite. I am all over uh, Navy in the seven here. I think, look, Navy's had a, had a, they've kind of struggled this year. They're three and nine. It is a rivalry game. But I think this is their, that once they miss the bowl, I think they said, hey, this is this our is chance to, yeah. to, to get up. So I think Army still gets the, the dub maybe. Mm. But give me the seven points and, and the midshipmen. Ooh, you know what? I La- think- last year they played in the snow and Army won 14 13. Yeah, because this game is what it is and Navy just can't have possibly fallen as far as to make it a blowout rivalry game, especially in this rivalry, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Colby. I would say army is seven points better than they are more than seven points better, but this is a fucking crazy rivalry game. Navy's going to keep it close. That's what I'm talking about. Now we shift shift into Pat. You thought you were going to get out of here without me thinking about yours, buddy. Oh, all right. Well, I'm it glad is the I FCS playoffs. College football is not done. Uh, uh, let's talk about an actual real playoff. Actual playoffs. It's crazy, right? They yeah. can get it right, the FCS level. Yeah. So why not tune in and catch some real football some and real a football. real find a real national champion? Right. Uh, and uh, a whittled down field the correct way. Exactly. So Saturday. I think I'm not sure if this is West Coast or not, but I'll say no. Actually, this is Friday. I'm sorry, Friday night. You got Maine. The Black Bears against Weber State. Weber State, seven-point favorite. Weber State, the two-seed, Maine, the seven-seed. Wayne's got to go, or Wayne. Maine's got to go all the way to Utah to battle this game. Ooh, where is Weber State? Utah, I believe. Oh, it's uh, they're, they're doing the home games. That's a long, that's a long road trip. That is a factor. Got to love Maine, the Black Bears. I want them to come up. I want them to be in the ACC. All right? <laughs> Remember Mike Buck? Quarterback from Maine in the eighties? No, 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 I don't, I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> okay, you, you can look it up. <laughs> okay, played for the New Orleans Saints. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the Maine do, Black do, Bears. Do, 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 Who do you take it? Um, I got Maine in the upset. Got the Black Bears. I got the Bears. Dude, the Black Bears did beat Western Kentucky this year in college football. There uh, it is. FBS. Of you know F- what I mean? F- FBS variety. Yes, they just smacked Jacksonville State. There you go. Jacksonville State's quality quality team over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then Saturday, Patty C's toothpaste comes alive again. You mother. The Colgate Crest Toothpaste <laughs> Connect goes to Bismarck, I believe it is, North Dakota. Yeah. That sounds to, right. To take on the bison. Bison of, of the Z, even though it's an S. I would love you know I would, bison. I would like to go to the stadium. Dude, that place is Looks tight. Yeah. The dome. North Dakota State, 24 and a half point favorites. Give me Colgate. Give me Colgate to cover. To cover that one. Yeah. North Dakota State's winning this whole thing again. Colgate's got some heart. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they Talk about a team that, can they join the Mountain West? Just please join yeah, the Mountain please. West. It's, it's Even time. the Mac I'll take, but I want the Mountain West. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, wait, we're not done. We are not you done. You thought. We still got two we more done. games. Yeah. On Saturday. South Dakota State. The Dakotas are still alive. South Dakota State at, how do I say it again, Patty C? Kennesaw. Kennesaw State, in, uh, which I believe is in Georgia. In Kennesaw, Georgia. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 
the Jackrabbits are seven and a half point favorites at the moment. Give me a the Jackrabbits, by the way, in case you don't know, that's South Dakota State, guys. Great mascot. Yeah. Amazing Love mascot. It. So intimidating. Uh, but actually, you know, you do think of speed. I assume this team has a lot of fast runners on the, it. The, yes, definitely. Jackrabbits, man. Got to. Speed. Give me team speed for Christ's sake. Give me <laughs> Kennesaw State. I am on board too. It's a I don't know. I got for, South for, Dakota straight yeah. up. South Dakota State. South Dakota State straight up, but Kenny South State's gonna get the gonna, gonna cover gonna here. Cover. Yeah. And then last but not least, on the red turf. Ooh. UC Davis. You know who the coach UC Davis is? Who's that? A little coach named Dan Hawkins. This Big Twelve football, brother. Oh, go snap. play. Go play intramurals. One of the guys that helped start the Boise State. I shouldn't say start. I think that was more Houston Nut, and even prior to that. Uh, I forget the fucking coach's name, mm. but uh, Dan Hawkins is the coach of UC Davis, formerly of Colorado, formerly of 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 Boise State, and I also I think he had a little small stint with the Montreal Alouettes Man, of the Canadian Football that League. That's pulling it out right there. Um, that's pulling it out and throwing it in the air. That's throwing that big dick energy in the air. UC Davis travels to Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington is a nine point favorite on the red turf. Give me E, e- Dubs. He dubs Cooper cup would be happy. He'd be a fan of you. UC Davis. Look, my, uh, what is it? Thesis advisor in college was a UC Davis grad. And she was the biggest fucking hippie nerd, like Birkenstock granola, like <laughs> ugly, you know, kind of, but they're all ugly. <laughs> Should have been hot, but like just made herself <laughs> ugly. Like, you know, take a shower. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, so I just can't. I think of UC Davis as like Burning Man trash. Right. Exactly. I, I, I went off on a tangent on Twitter. Yeah, I saw Burning that. Man. It I, was very like hurtful to anyone who uh, might have been at Burning Man. Well, it's just from my experiences. Yeah. Honestly, I was I, I was having a re- revelation. <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. I was like, wait, I've known five people that go almost yearly, and all five of them owe money around town. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they they act like they're some elite motherfuckers because yeah. they're going some like and and they always cost eight hundred dollars yeah, exactly. To buy and they're or, saying like they always tell me about it like and I look I I'm still down to go one of these days yeah. but if it, if it was never in it has to be the first weekend of college football so I'm I'm never gonna go right but it, it, they always like it's a little bit of a class thing like oh in the default world and it's like now now they're like Colby you're, you 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 enjoy the de- the default world. Which is our, the real world, apparently, right? Oh, it, wow. That's the term now? Yeah. Well, I find it hilarious because they all do drugs that are made in a bathtub. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just... Dude, Burning Man... Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like... Elitist. You know what I mean? Just shut the fuck up. You yeah. want to, like, go to yeah. a field and yeah. get <laughs> fucked up. You know? Exactly. We did this shit in high school. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> just because you have some corporation building you, like, some, like, tower that looks... Yeah. And, well, and then they, they all work on the share... That's what is ironic, is they all work the... Uh, it, Burning Man, you know, I saw the documentary Spark. I actually saw it in the movie theater. Yeah. And, uh... I I dig it, but uh, but when you meet these people, you 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 start saying, well, we have the honor system where if you bring some ice, you know, we bring beer and and we'll help you build your tent and, and your fort and you will make it all great. And I'm a more power to you, right? But then when I compare the five people that I know that do this on a regular basis, and none of them do this in reality, so it's like for two weeks they're good human beings, right? Or, or ten days or whatever, yeah. however fucking long it is. And and I'm not saying they're bad human beings. I have yeah. met a guy that does fucking Burning Man every year. He's done it for like the last ten years. Okay. He describes it as pretty fucking brutal conditions out there. You got yeah. the fucking freezing yeah. ass nights. 
fucking blistering does, hot does days. Does he pay his rent and stuff? Does I he have not no idea, but money? he was a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, no, so. th- I'm not saying they're not that, that. I'm not saying they're assholes. Yeah, you know what I mean. In certain capacities, they can be, but I'm saying like I just I was just dude. There's a certain personality type that's just like, a, oh, I'm a druggie, like. That makes me cool. Like, hey, that was cool. You know what? I had this fucking revelation. You know, I'm going to get a little like uh, emo here. I withheld from. (laughs) I don't like druggies. I withheld withheld from a ton of like uh, abuse till after like my football days were done in high school. I started, got started like end of my senior year. I was at all the parties. So, you know what? I was like, you know I was like the fucking kid in uh, Friday Night Lights. I was like really trying to like get out of town or something. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Either way. <laughs> this is the college experience. This is the college experience. Yeah. I look back to the kids that were fucking like alcoholics starting in like seventh grade. And I'm like, those are putzes. You know, at this age, once you've like proven like that you can drink with anyone like we have, you know, I don't know. Maybe I fucking sound like a nerd right now, but like. <laughs> I just don't. Who really, wants uh, to be like the fu- the like first kid in middle school who drank? You know, is that something that's still a cool thing to be like by the time you're thirty five? I don't think I don't think millennials do that anymore, man. You think they've like they fucking I don't know. Yeah, they're like too smart for that. <laughs> they would rather campaign on you know if you know there's too many. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know. They're How make, many toxins are in the, the air? The Matrix is the reason why. Yeah, we're ma- shit ma- Matrix <laughs> Three is the reason why the kid shot up the fucking movie theater or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, who you got? <laughs> UC Davis at Eastern Washington. <laughs> Eastern Washington minus nine. Give me, give me Eastern Washington. They have a cool little logo. I like how the E W U is like I discreetly. Do what do you think of the red field? <laughs> A little much. <laughs> but you know what? It causes awareness to the program. There you go. All right, give me UC Davis. I got to go with my boy Dan Hawkins. This is Big 12 football, brother. Boom. All right, guys. We're wrapping things up here. This is the college I experience. like North Dakota State versus uh, South Dakota State in the semifinals. We're going to get to that next week, buddy. It's going to be hot fire. You better start thinking about yours. Oh. All right? Ooh. Uh, this is the college experience, guys. And... Uh, we have some merchandise out right now. Patty C is actually wearing a college experience sweatshirt right now. It is sharp as can sharp as a tack. And, and it is uh, beautiful. It almost yeah. I just think it's a flawless uh, design. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable sweater. Yep. Something you something you could get. Uh, say your girlfriend, your boyfriend, uh, your brother, your sister, your grandpa, your that's fucking right. little sister. And it stands for everything that's right in college football. That is true. We don't hate the SEC. We just hate the way they do things. <laughs> right? And by transitive properties, them. Well, it makes me hate them. I don't have anything against Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, I was indifferent yeah. toward Alabama. I always kind of love their uniforms. Yeah. They're yeah. cool. Bro- I mean, honestly, as a juggernaut, they're not even that bad. But I wish they would make them. Well, the scheduling is what bothers they're me. They're annoying. Yeah. And yeah. Nick Saban's a fucking asshole. No, yeah. I thought about yeah. this, too. Like... You know, I've I've come to like get used to Nick Saban. It's like what you put the boiling fr- uh, frog in like water, and then you turn it on, and it heats up, and like you get used to it. If I were to look at Nick Saban as a regular person encountering him on a day to day, and like he like scream at me like he does to uh, like reporters and shit, like that guy is a fucking huge asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, him or Brian Kelly, who's a big asshole. I think Saban's a bigger asshole than Brian Kelly. I think there was a time when Brian Kelly... <laughs> I think Brian Kelly's calmed battle. down a little bit. Or what about Urban Meyer? 
Urban Meyer. Look, I'm going to say this too. <laughs> Urban Meyer. Look, I, there's part of me that says Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. <laughs> part of me says that until I listen to that fucking podcast, yeah, part of me thinks that Urban Meyer is just getting a bad rap. There it is. I fucking said well, it. Listen to the podcast. It's free what? to download, buddy. Okay, <laughs> maybe I'll listen to it. <laughs> maybe I need to think about mine. Yeah, you need to think about yours, buddy. Uh, all right, this is the college experience, guys. If you could leave us an iTunes review, we'd appreciate it. Uh, if you could Google uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network or in the search engine of your little iTunes, you type in Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and we'll come right up. We'd appreciate that. And like I said, if you could buy our merch, that, that we do this thing for, for minimal dollars. We turn out picks every day, college basketball picks every day on our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Go to the college basketball section. You'll see picks. You'll also see all of our bowl picks, Everything posted on the college football section of the Sports Gambling Podcast. And also, if you're real hip, you'll check my Twitter because I tag it. I, I pin it. I tag it. I pin it to my Twitter every single day. You can click on it and see all of our picks. Me, NC Nick, Patty C, all of us doing fairly well in our locks. So for that, uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at SGP Network. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D, having that pinned, and you can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight three one. This is the College Experience. Patty C, anything to say on the on the way out? Hi oh, hi the fuck oh, we are out. Boom shakalaka.